0: Welcome to Radio KAL, the Superman radio show by Superman fans for Superman fans. My name is Steve Eunice and my co-host is Neil Bailey. Welcome, Neil.
1: Hey, Steve. Happy spring. Or is it fall where you are?
0: Autumn, actually. We don't call it fall in Australia.
1: Interesting. We used to use autumn more when I was a kid. You know, the word. How's the weather there?
0: Not too bad, actually. So, lots happening in the world of Superman at the moment. Want to start anywhere in particular?
1: Well, I have a bit of a surprise for everybody. I, I got online the other day and decided to go to Plaid. Usually I don't like doing interviews because it involves a lot of transcription because I'm one wordy SOB. But I do it in an instant for certain people I really, really admire, like Jeff Loeb, Ed McGinnis, Carl Kerschel, Tom Nguyen, and now, <laughs> Jeff Johns. That's right. I got 40 minutes with the man himself, and what a guy, seriously. I mean, I have a ton of stuff, and as soon as he approves it so that I don't get him in any kind of spoiler trouble, we're going to post it as a special KAL and a transcription interview. The really cool news is that he tentatively agreed schedule permitting to do a Kryptonian Council. He's such a nice guy, you can just tell from listening to the audio, which you've heard, right?
0: Yeah, what you shared with me was awesome. I'm really looking forward to getting Jeff's approval to place the interview online for everyone to listen to and read.
1: Lots of tidbits, I won't give much away, but he gives a list of cons he'll be attending, some insight into the direction of Up, Up, and Away, and some ideas as to what's going to happen with the rest of Infinite Crisis. What are you thinking of Up, Up, and Away so far?
0: Superman number 650 was a real surprise. It was a great read with some interesting new developments, yet with an old familiar feel about it.
1: From the interview and talking with Jeff, I'm gathering that they're bringing things back to a normative state so that they can shake things up a bit and take quality new directions. One of the tidbits that we already know about is that Lex no longer has LexCorp or Metropolis, and it looks like it's going to be that, that, that's going to be the norm for a little while.
0: Yeah, and it raises quite a few questions that I'm sure Jeff will get around to answering in the next few issues, such as why Clark has lost his powers, what happened 68 years ago, the fight with Doomsday, and, and more.
1: And some of that will be more clear after the interview. Don't want to give it away, but keep watching in the site in the next week.
0: Okay, what else is going on in the world of Superman?
1: Well, this week Smallville comes back with no repeats until the finale. More Brainiac, more likes being evil, and eventually, so we hear... ZOD! ZOD! You will bow down before me, Steve! Both you, and then one day, you're heirs!
0: Nice impersonation. (laughs) Ah! You practicing for Last Son of Krypton audio drama or something?
1: Just excited. I'm wondering how they'll do it. I think the show took a nice little stumble back into Season 4 there for a while, but now it seems to realize, hey, uh, yeah, Brainiac was working for us. What's your impression, especially given that preview with, you know, the uh, TNA?
0: Yeah, the preview for the remainder of Season 5 looks promising. I especially like the fact that John Schneider is included. I miss Jonathan Kent.
1: It apparently involves Clark dying again, which I'm not so hot on, but like you say, at least it's an excuse to bring Jonathan in. I like some stuff, I'm scared by others. That preview is pure titillation, but then given a preview like that, they've had a show that was wholly not related to, that, to what they show in the preview time and time again on that show. It could just be the WB being dumb.
0: I'm not sure about this whole Lex and Lana relationship. I mean, Algoff says Lana has always been attracted to Lex, whether she wants to admit it or not. I just never saw that before this season. Did you?
1: I saw hints of it. In the same sense that I've seen hints about the slash relationship between Clark and Lex that I don't believe exists. They use a lot of camera manipulation to show characters in a tense, almost sexual relationship to each other all the time, so it ratchets up the drama. But let's look at the history. Last few times Lex tried to be with Lana, she ran so fast in her car that she ran a stop sign and hit a school bus. She smacked him once, and she basically called him every dirty name in the book every time he's ever tried to come at her. But then she's done the same thing to Clark, so I don't know. She threw water in his face, though. I mean, to me, it's just the, the producers getting their Lana on again. Her character is obviously without flaw to the production, plausibility, irrespective. I know that women who have thrown water in my face, usually it takes a little more than a week to get them to want to date me again. I'll just put it that way. It's like Lionel and Martha. I don't buy it for the same reason. Lion ha- Lionel has even more of a reason to not want to date Martha.
0: Some fans have noted the pairing of the initials of the characters seem to have teamed up. Lex Lana and Clark Chloe. Thank God it doesn't work for Lionel and Martha. How creepy is that whole angle they're playing with?
1: They're both pretty creepy. With Lionel, it's almost blasphemous because of Jonathan. Both really stink. You put it like this. I mean, you have a billion dollars. Do you date, I don't know, uh, Angelina Jolie? Or do you date a girl with parent issues who isn't really that hot in relationship to other women you've had? and a girl who you constantly have to bail out of financial troubles and troubles irrespective. A a girl, I might also mention, that put a guy you liked through seven layers of hell over four years. I mean, I know I see girls that eat my buddies alive, and my first response is not, Wow, I'd like to date that! Get in on that pain action! Or do you date a housewife who's perpetually tied and trying to fry your business and put you in jail like Martha? It just doesn't make sense.
0: Ah, the logic of love on Smallville.
1: People say I overthink it, and often I really, really do for the sake of parody and humor, but this stuff is really obvious, no one buys it except people smitten with Kristen Kruick, that is. And heck, I mean, I'm even smitten with Martha Kent, but that, you know, I don't buy it.
0: Talking about logic, can you believe Cartoon Network are not picking up Justice League Unlimited beyond this season?
1: Yeah, it took me two years to finally sit down and watch them, but then I did, and I found that they had a really cohesive, very strong universe going. The arc that they adopted reminded me of the He-Man cartoon. Then here, bang! It's gone. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's a money thing. I know that the cartoon's gotta have a big fan base. What's the official word? You know.
0: No, I don't think Cartoon Network have actually made any official announcements, but it's pretty widely understood that the half dozen or so episodes remaining to be aired are the end of the show. Sucks. Yeah, big time. Oh well, there's an upcoming Legion of Superheroes animated series in the works with a young Superboy, Kal-El as Superboy, but. um uh, The WB hasn't officially announced that series yet, so we'll just wait a bit longer before going into that one.
1: I didn't know about that until just today. It sounds really neat. Is Wade involved at all?
0: Not sure. Like I said, nothing officially announced yet. Uh, We'll have to wait and see, I guess. Uh, Talking of Superboy, uh, what do you think is Connor's fate in the comics?
1: Well, I've been getting the impression that he's a doomed dead duck. I will stress and make clear that any time I've asked any of the creators, I've gotten a no comment, so if that turns out to be true, I just guessed it. But just from the way he's been Achilles in the series, if you will, he he, he waits to fight the Alex... Hector, if you will, until the last minute, and when he does, I'm guessing he'll take Troy, but die, if you follow the metaphor. He's doing things that get a character killed. Falling in love, having sex, being ex machina of a series, you know, death signs. You see a, movie, a guy in a movie go, oh honey, I love you and our little baby so much, that is one dead dude.
0: Yeah, I don't read Teen Titans myself, but from Infinite Crisis, I get the feeling he's going to play an important role in the, in the whole outcome.
1: So, shall we brag about the, uh, con? Mwah-ha-ha.
0: Brag away, it's your time to shine.
1: Yeah, well, I don't know. I hope it works out. Um, for those of you listening who don't know, I've thrown a buttload of future interest at Visa and his good knee-busting buddy MasterCard to buy tickets and booths at the Emerald City Comic Con in Seattle and Wizard World Chicago in, yeah, you guessed it, Chicago. If you come to either, I'll be there representing the Superman homepage and trying desperately to sell books, broadsides, and chapbooks. I'll have a sheet where you can let us know where you li- uh, what you like on the on the site, give suggestions, or just generally come and yell at me for what I think about a given comic you loved before kicking me in the head and taking my pen. Bottom line, if it's an excuse to meet the folks who have been reading this for years, I'm all for it. And I'm hoping that uh, if I can at least break even, I'll do a ton of cons in the future and start doing this all the time. That costs money, so it may take a while, but hey, it's two more tables than last year. I hope you all can show up. Maybe we can even do Australia, do this in Australia at some point.
0: Who knows, anything is possible. Uh, Neil and I are looking to create a banner or poster of some kind to help uh, promote his position in the con, make him stand out a bit. So look for the Superman homepage logo if you're attending those uh, comic conventions.
1: We'll have a big blue report sign-up list. Um, we're going to have an article suggestion. All, all kinds of good stuff. It should be fun.
0: Yeah, I wish I could be there. But as you said, maybe one day we'll do one here in Australia. Okay, one last thing I want to look at before we preview the last Son of Krypton audio drama trailer, and that's Superman Returns merchandise. I've been busy keeping tabs on all the Superman Returns merchandise coming out, and Warner Brothers are really pushing the Superman brand hard in the lead-up to the film. There's not only the obligatory action figures and toys, but they plan on doing promotions with everything from Pepsi, Burger King, and even car oils.
1: And Steve, I know you're too humble to say this, so I'm going to say it anyway, because it should be said. If you guys like this site, you go buy some of the merchandise because it's uh, from the Superstore, if you're going to anyway. I mean, we don't get paid for this site, and Steve puts his life, his time, and his effort into it. You know you're going to buy a Superman toy, so why not support the Superman news while you're at it? Steve deserves it, I say. And heck, it's no skin off your nose if you were going to buy it anyway. It looks to be an awesome, really cool spread of stuff, too.
0: Yeah, purchasing stuff via the Superman homepage does help the site stay afloat. But the reason that I brought up this topic is because a lot of fans seem to forget that not every item with the S on it is necessarily intended for them. There's a lot of Superman merchandise that is targeted to a specific audience, like, say, the Lois Lane and Superman Barbie dolls, for example. Uh, hey, if it gets doll collectors interested in Superman where otherwise they might have even thought about the new movie coming out, then I'm all for it.
1: Well, and a lot of folks don't realize how many emails you get asking for a specific item. Like, one thing that surprised me is how hard it is to get, say, Superman seat covers and how many people are interested in them. We probably proportionately get a lot of people just looking for product stuff on a scale with the comic readers. Thusly, I mean, just as we'd report on if they decided to do a Lois Lane's Girl Talk TV show, we report on everything Superman we can find. That includes Barbies.
0: Okay, we've ranted on long enough, you and I. Let's play the trailer For the new episode of Superman, the Last Son of Krypton, audio drama. Is Lois
2: falling for another man? Lex, I don't know about this. I'm married. A technicality that we shall soon remedy. An old foe emerges from beneath the city. You're you're all purple and sinewy and scary. You flatter me. Superman pleads his case.
0: How do you counter the folks who say you bring danger to Metropolis simply by being here?
2: Well, Stephen, what they need to realize is that evil was around long before I showed up. And Luther's days may be numbered. He has access to Lexcorp. What kind of access? Everything. I will use him to bring Luther down. Change is in the air as Pendant Productions presents Issue 15 of Superman, The Last Son of Krypton on March 29th, 2006, only at supermanhomepage.com.
1: Jeffrey's audio program is just taking off. It's awesome work.
2: Oh, and while we're thinking about The Last
0: Son of Krypton audio drama, if our esteemed deacon Nikolai is listening, I didn't actually cast myself in the audio drama. Jeffrey Bridges from Pendant Pendant Productions controls the audio drama and asked me to be a part of it. It's not actually controlled by the Superman homepage. We're just thrilled to be able to promote it and be a part of it and release the show for Pendant.
1: I find it flattering. It's just a really fun project. Only one thing alive with less than four legs can hear this frequency, Superman, and that's you.
0: Time for the Super Secret Soundbite competition.
1: What do you have this month?
0: Another Smallville Sound coming up but it looks like we really stumped everyone last month because only seven people correctly guessed that the last show's sound came from the Smallville Season 4 episode Pariah.
1: Seven, eh? And that was a recent episode, too.
0: Those seven people were Annie Allen, Bill Albanito, Stephen G, Steve Holmes, Cade Hand, Zach Shapiro, and Brendan Campbell. Congratulations to all seven people. Let's see if you can guess this month's super-secret sound. Here it is.
2: Fire up the troops! Crypto?
0: Nope. However, if anyone listening thinks they know which episode that sound comes from, simply send in your entry using the super-secret soundbite form found at the Radio KAL page at the Superman homepage website. Each person who correctly guesses will have their name read out in the next Radio KAL show. (laughs) And now, Neil, your favorite segment of the show. The Brainiac Brain Teaser.
2: Why do you say this
1: to me when you know I shall only kill you for it? Zod! Zod! Riddle me, Stephen Eunice, if you dare! I defy you! Come! Come and riddle Neil
0: Bailey! Well, last week we told you that, weakened by a small sliver of kryptonite, Superman found himself at the bottom of a forty-foot hole. In his weakened state, he could only crawl upwards at the rate of four feet in one day. But at night, without any sunlight, he slipped back three feet. And we asked how long it would take Superman to crawl out of the hole. The answer? 37 days. At the end of day one, Superman would be at the one foot mark. At the end of the 35th day, Superman would be at the 35 foot mark. On the 36th day, Superman crawls from 35 feet to 39 feet, but slips back to 36 feet come night of the 36th day. On the 37th day, Superman travels up 4 feet from the the 36th foot and is consequently out of the hole.
1: (laughs) Math. I stink at math. Burn it with my eye lasers.
0: So let's try something a little different this time. You read this one, Neil.
1: Which would be worth more at the Bank of Metropolis? A pound of $10 pure gold coins, or a half pound of $20 pure gold coins? Or would they be worth the same amount? My guess? I would ask to hold both sacks to feel the weight, and then I'd run like I'll get out.
0: I've seen you run. You wouldn't get far.
2: Oh.
0: Remember, people, there's no actual competition for the Brainiac brain Teaser, just some fun for you to rack your heads around. Okay, something special for the Superman in Sogs song segment this show. Uh, Corbin Nichols is a Superman fan who frequents the Superman homepage website. Corbin is a recording artist with the Wrinkle Free Records and he recently wrote and recorded a song called Superhero. We're pleased to present the song for you here on Radio KAL.
2: And walked away And I don't really need extra vision To see through the walls of your broken hearts So if you let me I'll be your soon super- me mm-hmm.
0: listening to this episode of Radio KAL via the new MPEG format. Then you'll see a link to Corbin's website for more detail about this Superman fan with a lot of talent. Be sure and check it out. And so ends another Radio KAL show.
1: And a good one. I say thanks, Steve.
0: Thank you, Neil. Until next time, thank you for listening. And feel free to contact either Neil or myself via the Superman homepage if you have any suggestions for Radio KAL, whether it be topics you'd like us to discuss a song you'd like us to feature or any other suggestions? We're only too happy to listen to your constructive criticism.
1: You see classy, Jeff Johns! Not the villain Jeff Johns from Smallville, the real one.
0: You've been listening to Radio KAL at supermanhomepage.com.